Talking. Yeah. It's the podcast where us three men review the entire UK discography of now that's what I call music. In chronological order. Numbered series only. Yeah. And we're on uh, now that's what I call music 14 disc 2 or size 3 and 4 on the vinyl and cassette. One day I'll stop needing to say that. Then you'll have to start doing mini disc. Oh yeah. And well, there's only one side on a mini disc. Did, did it go on what, one whole mini disc? Oh, I don't think how much like a mini two? disc holds. Yeah, a know. mini disc holds the same as a CD. I don't think I uh, ever saw an actual mini disc that was bought. And I had a mini disc player, I just had blank ones, and then you'd uh, copy your CDs or whatever onto I it. used to see them in Virgin, like yeah. look at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was reading that cassettes are coming back, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they still sell. Cassettes have been coming back for yeah, fucking yeah. years now. But the point is, they still sell thousands, and a lot of what's selling is to young people who weren't around when cassettes were around. Oh, it's just Give up on your shit formats. Well, fuck that. It's not about what's happening today. No, it's about what was happening in 1989. 20, yeah, 20 years, no, 30 years ago. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's time for Around the World. Around the world, around the world, all around the world. I gotta spread the word. Being around the world tonight, I can find my baby. Anymore? Yeah, that'll do it. We did yeah. 17 months of Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been around, around the world. There's no place like home. Oh, baby. Gotta keep on and be strong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a long jingle. That was a long jingle. <laughs> right, let's go to our Skype correspondence. Okay. All right, boys, it's John Lyro here. Oh, it was Ken. It's John Lyro. It's John Lyro from New Zealand. I'm here to tell you the best-selling single from New Zealand in 1989. It was The Holiday Makers with Sweet Lovers. Oh, yeah. Which is based on the song We Could Be Sweet Lovers by Bill Withers. By Bill Withers? Yep. (laughs) Is he still with us? Uh, No, he died. Yeah. Did he? He's not still with us. Put him yeah. in. The, put him in the microwave until his bill withers. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God>. And <laughs> the number one album, The Phantom of the Opera by the original London Cast. Oh boys. yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Big hitter. Yeah. You New Zealand guys are crazy. I know. I gotta go again, boys. The bloody ground shaking again. <laughs> we get under the tables. <laughs> Oh, right. He sounds a lot like Kent when he gets a bit bit flustered, doesn't he? Yeah. Cousins. (laughs) Kent's more gruff. Yeah, I guess that's New Zealand, Australia. They're essentially the same, aren't they? John Lowe was sort of supposed to be a New Zealand Andre the Giant. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. Oh, God. It's former President Stone Cold. President President Clinton. President President Clinton. Yeah, what's up? This year we're gone for uh, number one single, and 1999 we're gone for George Michael with Faith. Yeah, that's good. We like having Faith here, and for the number one album. Did I say album last time? I can't remember. It's confusing because they're both the same. Was it George Michael? George Michael with Faith. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a double and single. He's a good one. Okay. I've got Bill Clinton. 
I gotta go back to bed now. Hey, hello, everybody! It's Canada. It's Canada. Not the script, Canada. Hey, it was a number one single. Now let's do album first. We don't really know because we're shit to keep the records. Probably Rush. Mm, it was probably a Dirty Dancing official soundtrack. Oh, well, really? Yeah, yeah. They like Brian Adams too, and Celine Dion. But mainly uh, Rush. Mainly Rush. Uh, <laughs> and number one single is Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams, get into my car. Ah, legends. That's, uh, that was one of my favourite songs of the year, I think. So, yeah. yeah. A nice one. Uh, hello there, everybody. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> hello, Sharky. Oh, top of the morning, do <laughs> you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we just can't seem to figure out who it was either. But I think it was probably the boys in green by the Republic of Ireland football squad. No. Well, <laughs> I guess that's single, not album. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a whole album. <laughs> fucking hell. And uh, the number one album in Ireland, 89. I don't know because their website's broken. Okay. Yeah. The only website where you might be able to possibly find out if you're lucky is completely broken. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's good. Mystery for you. If anyone knows, just off the top of their head, send send us send us the the Do- top Irish sing uh, album. I'd no, I'd, they won't. Nobody will be able to figure it out. Yeah, what if it was like... You'd you have know, to speak to Irma himself. What if, like, Bono's listening and he's like, oh, that was us, that was you uh, too. Uh, he yeah, might yeah. email us and tell right, us. That is, yeah, right, that might happen. He's got such a big ego. All right, it's time, uh, time to say hello to Kent. All right, boys, how's it going? All right, Davey. All right, brought Gary back from Wollongong. Oh, he's, really? He's outside at the moment. Nice, yeah. and they got rid of him. Yeah, oh, bloody hell. I never thought he'd leave. Uh, uh, basically, uh, drove him to the airport and said, oh, I'll go get some duty free. And I just left him. <laughs> left work. Him, put a ticket in his pocket and checked his bags for him. <laughs> he had no way out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No illegal flora or fauna. <laughs> well, give me some didgeridoo music, Martin. I've got, I've got to tell you that the uh, top album in... Uh, Australia first before I do my Ken report. In 89, it was in excess with Kick. Okay. Yep, them lovely boys. Kick. Yeah. All right. So, give me some didgeridoo, mate. Not sure how you spell that, but... Go on didgeridoo tube and find some. Didgeridoo tube. That doesn't exist, chat. Someone made that happen. All right, boys. It's the Ken report 1988. Yeah. 89? 88? No. Oh, no. 88. I've been saying 89 all the way through, but it's 88. <laughs> it's confusing. No wonder these guys keep losing their records. I know. All of these correspondents got it wrong. <laughs> all of them. That's crazy, isn't it? Right, number 10. We've got Crowded House with Better Be Home Soon. Better Be Home yeah. Soon. Tucker's ready. <laughs> right, number 9, we've got John Farnham with Age of Reason. Age of Reason. Yep. Uh, number eight, we've got Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Oh, oh yes. Classic. Number seven, we've got Louis Armstrong with uh, ne- uh, What a Wonderful World. <laughs> Not Never Gonna Give You Up again. That would <laughs> <That'd> be good. <laughs> yeah. Number six, Fairground Attraction. We're perfect. Oh, we love Fairground Attraction. Oh, chestnut. Uh, number five, we've got good old Kylie with I Should Be So Lucky. And number four, we've got Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams, get into my car. Oh, nice one, Ken. And, and number three, we've got Cheap Trick. With the flame. 
The Fly. That's right. And number two, we've got Robert Palmer with Simply Irresistible. Oh, really? Yep. But at number one, we've gone for the big one. It's Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. Oh, oh legends. I've had the time of my life. Oh, From Dirty Dancing. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. And that's the 1988 Kent Report. Blah, 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 blah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jacob, why are you standing like you're in upstate New York? I stand the same everywhere. I'm not I'm not picky about where I stand in which country. You stand like you're in upstate New York everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. You've got it's all about positive mental attitude. Yeah. If you if you adopt the stance, then well, your attitude follows. Yeah, what 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 kind of stance? Buffalo stance. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah. That's the punchline I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buffalo Stance by Naina Cherry. Yeah. Oh. I never, never knew she had all this attitude. I've no, I had didn't. A sort of 90s melancholic yeah, ballad. I think the things. only song I know was at Seven Seconds. Yeah, and that thing yeah. she did with uh, Chrissy Hind and Cher. Love Can Build a Bridge. Oh, that yeah. One? yeah. This is nothing yeah. like Love Can Build a Bridge. Yeah, no. yeah. Right. I was pretty surprised to put it on and hear it was all, you know... Yeah, it's also like rapping. Dancy and, and rappy. Talking. She's doing at least three accents. Yeah, she's yeah. doing like a London Cockney accent or something. Yeah. yeah. We'll share a bit. I don't know. And there's sort of this gigolo thing running through it as well, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, it's quite... Yeah. It's quite an intimidating song. Intimidating. <laughs> I like it. I it's like all busy and there's loads going on. Yeah, I like voices. That. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, it's it was, all right. No, I really liked it. Something I hadn't heard before that I thought was was nice. Yeah, I've heard. It hasn't happened for a while. I thought I must have heard it before because I've definitely heard of it. She comes from a musical family. You'll probably remember her half brother, Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tonight, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why was that her brother? Yeah, and her yeah. stepfather. Yeah, Eagle Eyes. Was, uh, oh, I love that song. Her stepfather, who essentially raised her, was uh, was the uh, jazz trumpeter Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Don Cherry's very good. So, and she was a member of Rip Rig and Panic, high punk group, and was in the mm-hmm. Slits and New Age Steppers. So, she'd been about for a little while, but not, all. not sort of breaking the charts or anything, I don't think. So, she got on the hip hop. Sort of housey dance vibes. Yeah, it was, even the jive talky bit couldn't ruin it for me. Yeah. But she does it in that. Yeah. <laughs> See? It, it Every def- time. Definitely seems like the dance is getting progressively better and mm. better. They're, yeah. they're definitely honing their skills a bit well, more. Do you know what a buffalo stance is? Do you know what uh, it refers to? No. Uh, apparently, buffalo were sort of a group of photographers and models, musicians, hair artists, makeup artists, basically, you know, general artsy people. Yeah. Um, who sort of, you know, in London, who sort of got together and did all stuff together. So Buffalo Stance is sort of standing as if you're being photographed for like a trendy London magazine. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. The, yeah, Jacob does always stand like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah spot on. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> well, um, there's a reference, the title's a reference to... Buffalo Gals by Malcolm McLaren. Yeah, I don't think we have. We had Double Dutch, didn't we? Yeah, we got. It's um, got a sample of it in there as yeah. well. I think um, samples from Rocksteady Crew. Yeah, KU, yeah. And the saxophone break is from the band Miami song Chicken Yellow from seventy four. Yeah. 
And uh, Bomb the Bass was asked to help with reworking the song. That's why there's a little sample that says Bomb the Bass yeah. in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She performed the song live on top of the pots while seven months pregnant. Wow. The reporter asked her, was it safe for her to go on stage? And she said, yes, of course, it's not an illness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, it Gosh, was... She must be which quite, accent... She looked pretty young in the video. <laughs> which <laughs> accent did she do that in? I don't know. American but, but yeah. being, Oh, I don't know, governor. It's not an illness, mate. <laughs> being pregnant isn't an illness, but it's the biggest reason for hospital admissions that isn't an illness. Because oh. every other time you go to hospital, you're sick. But is that when you're pregnant? She's just, it's not as snappy as... It's not an illness, though, is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not an illness, it's but it is the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the early version of the song appeared as the B-side on a Stock Aitken and Waterman produced single, Looking Good Diving, by the G.I. Morgan McVeigh, and that had Cameron McVeigh, who was a buffalo, and was Cherry's future husband. Oh. So, ah. yeah, I don't know. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah. That is a perfectly... Understandable sentence. Yep, I understood. Yeah, read read about that one on Wikipedia. How that why that makes sense. It does make sense. Saying buffalo eight times. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like a sentence. It's a good start to the disc, I thought. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's kind of super trippy psychedelic rave video, really, isn't it? With yeah, dancing about and loads of flowers and shit in the background. She looked quite pretty, didn't she? Yeah, cool. yeah. Young Nana. Yeah. Yeah. Even if she was pregnant. Was she? What for I don't video? Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She might have been. If she was seven months pregnant when she performed it on top of the pops. She might have conceived at the shoot. Ooh. <laughs> right. She wants some charts. Yeah. It was a number three in Canada. It was a gold record. Oh. Yeah. Uh, put a number seven on the armor. Only seven. Yep. Because we ain't got no buffalo here. <laughs> In New Zealand, they said, yeah, we've got a few buffalo, mate. Number 14. <laughs> Don't know that for sure. <laughs> they must have a few. Maybe in some zoos or something. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got a few. You've got to have at least eight. <laughs> UK number three is silver. And uh, number three on the billboard, boy. Wow, billboarded. Yeah. Oh, I only staggered in number 21 on me, Kent, mate. Oh, Ken. Yeah. You're moving away from the dance trends. Well, you know, you've got to come down sometime, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah. We're about to have all like all the acid, acid. rape stuff. No, all the like Manchester thing. That's about to happen. Yeah. You've got yeah. To that. yeah, but Kent like danced when it was uncool. Un- underground, yeah. yeah. Well, shall we see what's happening in the inner city? Yeah. It's a good life. Yeah. It's good life. <laughs> but inner city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, another dancey number. Another dancey number. Another yeah. one where they've they've set the keyboard to yeah. play a minor chord and just strung loads of minor chords I like together. that. Streets yeah. of Rage piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That same sound was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was made using a Casio CZ5000 synth. And a Roland TR-909 drum machine. 909 is pretty classic. Yeah, that is classic. Yeah. I didn't know what this was until it started playing. I was like, I've heard this somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a classic. pretty classic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's danceable. Yeah. Nice and dancey. Yeah. I, I preferred this to Buffalo Stance, even. Is mm, it? Yeah. It's sort of pre, it's pre-90s, isn't it? Yeah. I think. 
sounds like if it had come out in 92 I wouldn't have been surprised yeah it's yeah. got that thing that all the 90s early 90s dance music has again with the, just like a dance act that gets a woman to do the singing and be yeah. in the video well she got some direction for this she's called Paris Grey yeah the direction he gave her was look I don't want it to sound like Big Fun on a previous single but I want it to be in the same family I want to follow up with a feel that's similar he said it's a song that's going to touch people forever forever a thousand years' time, this song is going to touch people. Yeah. It could be like, yeah, I want a good life. Good life, good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to inspire people, <laughs> change their mood when they need it. It's definitely going to make them dance. I would dance to this. I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Good good little number. Kevin Saulison's in it again. Yeah. Getting involved. But not getting a credit. <laughs> not getting on the title for this one, I'm afraid. The video was... Pretty shit as well. Yeah, it's just sort of dance, just her dancing walking around. around London, wasn't it? Yeah, and then occasionally it said like "Good Life" on the screen in different yeah, fonts and stuff. Yeah, they like this is a thing that happens in the more in the early nineties, I think, where they overlay text with like words from yeah. the song there. That's, that's shaky, zoomy camera all the time as well. She looked really happy. Yeah, she was just walking around. She that's looked like she was having a good life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Juts. Yeah. Well, this was a number six, Andy Arama. Number you can't again. say fairer than that for a good life. Yeah, I, I could say fairer than that for a good life. Yeah. Well, yeah. UK said a little bit fairer, number four. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. In New Zealand, we gave it a big fat eight. Big fat eight? Yep. You can be at Margate. Oh, with a big fat eight. <laughs> okay. That's not for a while. Hey, it was a number 73 on the billboard, boy. <laughs> Only 73. I somehow yeah. just thought it just felt like this wouldn't do well in America. I don't know yeah. why. Ken, he's definitely fallen out of love with with the dance music. Oh, he stuck it. Give me number fifty-two, mate. Number fifty-two. Yeah, bad life. Bad life. <laughs> yeah, bad life. Well, it's not that bad. Like oh, okay, life. When you've woken up in as many different places as me, <laughs> you'll know. You'll know, mate. Okay. It's Chinatown. <laughs> oh, Ken. I don't know how to say this next band, if it's Express or Sexpress, but um, they're here with Hey Music Lover. Surely it's supposed to be it's, Sexpress. No, it's not. It's S-Express. I explained what the name was last time. Oh, okay. It's to do with a train in oh, Philadelphia okay. or something. Surely like they that. also think they're being cheeky, because it's like Sex Express and it's Sexpress. Mm, sexy. Mm. And like it was a cheeky song, they're cheeky, cheeky guys. It wouldn't surprise me, you know, if, if yeah. that's what they were up. It was some more pre nineties dance, not quite as good as no. um, the previous I one. No, I, 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 I like this one. I knew it. Like, yeah, it's it was really cheeky, like it, but it wasn't cheeky. as good as the previous two tracks. I like the acid bass going mm. through. You know, the chorus. Fucking that, hell, That little cheeky line. I could have fucking diarrhea in a jaunty tune and you'd be like, hey, that's kind of that's kind of fun. Hey, I like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind that. It's jaunty. It's yeah. Fucking happy. It's, um, yeah. It, uh, it's a cover, isn't it? Sly and the Family Stone. Well, I was trying to work that out, but it didn't... Unless... They, it might have been a cover of the song Higher with a slightly different title, but... It didn't look like Sign the Family Stone did a song called Hey Music Lover. Really? So I was a bit confused by that. The B-side of this was remixed by minimalist composer Philip Glass. Wow, yeah, really? Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That must be odd. Well, I don't know. I guess I just know your standard sort of Philip Glass sounding thing. But I'm sure he does 
I think no, he does, it, does the it, same thing all the time. Okay. It's pretty yeah. standard Philip Glass, what he's done to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds, he's, got, he's got some like... Sounds a bit odd, then. The video was fun. It was a bit crazy. <sighs> it's a bit silly. Yeah. Sort of glammy, 60s, they're all dancing around. And... For some reason, all the people watching them play were like... Cover, were they covering like, their mouth? Or, were they? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was quite odd. They'd always like cut to them like singing in the chorus and then to yeah. someone like standing watching not like su- a zombie and like... Are you supposed to know that it's a record player until the end or... Because I only noticed when they zoomed out at the end. Yeah, I think that was a reveal, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt like a reveal but then I wasn't paying that much attention. It's like the end of Men in Black. I don't like it. <laughs> so they zoom out. What's wrong with this one? Why is good life... It's annoying. Why is good life good and this one not? It's, anno- it's sort know, of got like a, a funky thing, house sort of thing that it's a no- I don't know, I just find it annoying. I thought... Yeah. It's a bit more like that sort of two men and a drummer scene and a trumpet sort of plinky house that I don't I want it to go like not like I found listening to it on headphones so you know it sounded pretty banging just maybe just because of all the sweet acid bass lines I love I just love acid bass all bubbly and sweet and yeah bubbly and sweet it was good fun well how was it in the charts what did they think well I've got a number six Andy Irma got a lot of music lovers in Australia, oh, boy, again, mate. What? Nah. Oh, okay. Number fifty-three for you. Oh, you hate them. Oh, one below good it? life. Oh. <laughs> like he's really turned against it. Yeah. What the fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, it was number thirty-one in New Zealand. Number six in the UK, just like Ireland. And what up, Prosidio? Hey, yeah, that was a number six on the US dance chart. The only dance chart. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't chart on the Billboard. Motherfuckers. So this is the last we'll be seeing of S Express. After their sort of early success, they brought out another album. I think this is the one this is from, which was the original member Mark Moore and DJ Sonic, who you might know from all the singles she released in the 90s that did very well. Oh, I remember, yeah. I didn't realise yeah. that, was, that was Sonic. No, I didn't know she was in S Express. No. But she sort of wasn't in classic S Express. She was in like late era. Ones that weird the good songs, like this. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, you said yeah. No. He loves it. Yeah, so this album was uh, Intercourse. It had some minor hits off it. And yeah. That, that was about it from them, <laughs> apart from they did a remix of the theme from S-Express in 96, mm. and it got to number 14, and there was a single from Mark Moore in 2008 that didn't chart. But no. Sonic did all right. Oh, yeah, she did all right, yeah. I don't remember this next song coming out, but then I was living in a box. Blow oh. the house down by living in a box. Uh, is that some sort of weird failed pairing, parenting technique? Like the no, we were method. just really poor. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk about how poor I was. Gives me street cred. Yeah, and you're the most G guy I know. So yeah. yeah, living in a box, blow the house down. Yeah. It's got a special guest on guitar. Do you know who it is? No. No. He was in, he's been on before in a band, big band. Yeah. It could be one of so many different people. We've listened he to a lot of songs. Badgers and gazing at the stars. Oh, is it a bit of me? Yeah, Brian yeah. May. Yeah. Wow. 
Shame. Yeah. But the song was a bit shit. <laughs> I, d- I thought the song was alright. It had a memorable chorus. It The horns were a bit sore. Yeah. I thought um, it was... I don't know. It was kind of generic 80s pop to me. Like, it's sort of thing Jangly, kind of, jangly guitar, just even in its own like, even in its own context, it sounds like dated. Yeah, it sounds like the sort of thing we were listening to on the first few. Yeah, hours. I thought that, especially once you've listened to like you know, we moved on to these dancey numbers, and then it comes back to this, and you're like, oh, yeah. this this is, yeah, yeah, it sounded a bit, even though they looked a bit dated in the video as well. Yeah, well, you know, Get if you live in a box, it. yeah, they are, they are. Real it's easy to box. blow your house yeah. down, isn't it? We got to do is. Gone in well, this was uh, co-written by Albert Hammond, uh, who also wrote uh, "Don't Turn Around." Yeah, as done by Ace of Base and I yeah. Oh, that's uh, good. He also wrote "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now" by Starship. Wow, yeah. and "The Air That I Breathe" by the Hollies, and "One Moment, One Moment in Time" by Whitney. Yeah. Wow, he's versatile. Yeah, he co-wrote the genetic code for his son. Yeah, Albert Hammond Jr. Yeah, you'd never guess so father and son, would you? But there's a clue in there. <laughs> If you want to look for it, um, yeah, the, they were doing all right, but the planned follow-up to this single, "Gate Crashing," was halted suddenly when the Hillsborough disaster happened. Oh yeah, they had to shelve it for two months, and then it killed all the momentum and didn't do very well. I rated it more than you two did. Oh, a big, powerful chorus, and I can actually remember it, which I can't do with half these songs. Yeah, but you know, I can I can see why you think it's dated. It's some nice sort of stop motion and stuff in the video. Yeah. Bit of animation as well. Yeah, a lot of that in the videos these days, don't yeah. they? They love all of that. Yeah, that's probably the most interesting thing about it, to be honest. Well, it was a number 12 on the Irma. 12 on the Irma? Yeah, and a number 10 in the UK. Is that your lot? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's your it. lot. Okay. They never got there to the promised land. No. But the Style Council did. Yeah. Yeah, with with this uh, monstrosity. Yeah, the Style Council is now in session. <laughs> so <laughs> so this, this is supposed to be a, a house classic, but not this version. The original version by American producer and DJ Joe Smooth. Uh, which ooh, came out in 87. What's the point in covering a song in 87? Yeah. Nine that came out in 87. Hasn't had enough time to settle. No. Well, it made it go back up to number 56 in the chart. I don't think it tried the first time. So oh, that's it. Perhaps. He did all right. You can have a listen to that one on GTA San Andreas. If you Ooh. Yeah. yeah. But not this one. No, not this one. No one wants this one. Smooth was trying to write a sort of Motown song, but um, yeah, I kind of defended a few earlier Style Council songs, but this isn't good. It's like they've gone... They've done their whole soul thing and they're like, oh shit, house is big. It's really opportunistic mm. to just jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird mix of them playing. Yeah. It had a cool bass line, but that couldn't save it for me, yeah. to be honest. It was just a bit weird. And we know from previous Style Council songs that they, you know, they're all good musicians, but they don't make good songs. I didn't even know if this was Paul Weller at this point singing or if it was a different member of the I Style Council. I think it was a different member. Was it? In the video that I saw, it, oh. there was like Paul Weller sitting there singing, but there was like some other singers stood up singing. Well, there was DC Lee, you know, she runs on a direct current, so you just have to plug her. 
I think there was a bloke in the video as well singing that wasn't Paul Weller. No. Unless Paul Weller had blacked up. I just... It was, <laughs> well, the, do you not remember this scandal, Martin? The old Paul Weller blacking up scandal? It was lots of weird sort of civil rights and religious stuff going on in the video. Well, the video I the saw, imagery. I think, in the one I saw was just them playing live. Well, you said a different one then. Yeah. This, this one was all sort of half religious, half civil rights. It didn't sit very well with me, to be quite honest. Because you hate civil rights. No, yeah, I can't stand the civil rights movement. God, it does my nothing. Yeah, no, it's just like Paul Weller doing it. Maybe annoyed me a bit. Should we do some charts and then I'll tell you a little something? Oh. UK number 27. And it was a number 19 on the US dance, bro. US dance. That's it. I guess it's sort it's of such dancing. a minor hit yeah. to be so yeah. far up Surely on the Style now. Council on the way out. Now I see why people do dislike the Style Council. So yeah, this is it for the Style Council now. It's the last we'll be seeing of them. I guess Paul will come back though. Oh yeah. Well yeah, he might. Well, he's got to be on the right label, hasn't he? Yeah, but well, he's going to enter the third phase of his career. Yeah. Jam Style Council and then solo. Yeah. Paul Weller married DC Lee in Aww. 1987. Well, yes, they are, but it's the sort of thing that splits bands up, isn't it? You know, that sort of thing. I think ultimately it did kind of affect things to that degree. But, you know, in summing up, I have I have talked about this quote before, but here's the quote in full of Paul Weller summing up the Style Council, splitting up, talking about them splitting up. Here's something we should have done two or three years ago. We created some great music in our time, the effects of which won't be appreciated for some time. Yeah. Okay, we've had some time now. Any appreciable effects? They had some good songs. I, I, I like <laughs> Yeah. In years to come, people go, they had some good songs. That's yeah, what Wolves, he wanted. Walls Come Tumbling Down was good. <laughs> Shout to the Top. Shout to the Top. Was someone good. else to, yeah. to perform it. Uh, well, to be fair, we all had a different favourite. Yeah. So maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's right. But no, they've, they've not suddenly become this. You know. No, they're not the fucking Velvet Underground, are no, they? No. <laughs> Unappreciated in their time. Unappreciated in any time, I'd say. Yeah. Alright, so I'll see you later, Style Council. Yeah, we'll Hi, shed Style in some Council. of these 80s bands. Yeah. Operation we'll... for the 90s, get some rid of some of the Deadwood. We'll say hello to a new lady who, you know, if you've got any room on your coffee table next to your Sade album, why don't you compliment it with a diva? Is it a diva or yeah. a deva? A deva. I don't know. Surely diva would be D-I-V-A. Well, no, because diva, there's like a goddess or something, and that's D-E-V-A, and that's okay. not diva. Yeah. Oh, it's pronounced diva. Okay. And the song is Respect. Yeah, that famous... Song Respect that you'll know by Rifa Franklin. It's yeah. also been quite ruined here. Yeah, they've done it again, haven't they? Yeah. We've had a few like this. There was the, uh, you know, Why Do Birds Carpenters one that yeah, got mashed yeah. up by some lady. It's such an iconic song. The Rifa Franklin version wasn't even the original. That was Otis Redding, but she kind of oh, made yeah, it her yeah. own. And it's, you, you, you're on dangerous ground trying to recapture, you know, trying to go up against Aretha. Especially when you do a load of hoy hoys. Hoy hoy. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need all the hoys. Yeah. The hoy hoys. Yeah, didn't you notice the hoy hoys in there? No, I d- noticed the horrible piercingness of her going, Respect me! Oh, that's yeah. really piercing. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. 
She was the director and vocal coach of her church choir. Was she? Well, wow. yeah. So you know that does that deserve some respect? I don't know. Uh, yeah, a little respect when you come home. I mean, I, nah. I kind of like that. At least she wasn't doing a complete straight cover. She was trying to modernise it a bit. It just yeah. didn't work for me. No, yeah. it didn't work, did it? But I'll always respect a cover more that tries to do something different. Yeah. No. They had some funny sort of topsy turvy piano. That was a laugh, wasn't it? Her <laughs> real name is uh, Patricia Daniels. Yeah. In case you wanted to Facebook friend request her or something. I'll, I'll get on it now. <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. good pantaloon dancing in the video. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the sort of early 90s hallmark that we're yeah, starting yeah. to see. Um, she was dressed like a construction worker. Yeah. Wasn't a good look for her, really, was it? Nah, I don't know who she's trying to appeal to with that look. No. Maybe she's like, ah, yeah, um, I'm going to stand up on scaffolding and wolf whistle at you, eh? I'm turning the tables. That's what she was doing all her life, turning the tables, coffee tables, where you put your nice coffee table TVs. (laughs) This is from the album A Diva with an exclamation mark, which is fucking huge. Really? Platinum in the UK. Wow. What? What? They're like hoys. How yeah. does anyone know who... No one even knows who a diva is. Yeah, we well, only got to like six on the album chart, but it was a sleeper hit. Fucking loads of people bought it. Madness. Yeah. Just no, had... it's not madness. It's a diva. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find it that exciting. No. It's, it's all gutless. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll stick with Aretha's version. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Definitely. Well, it was number 17 in the UK. Only 17? Yeah. The chart, the album did really well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it must have had some much better songs on then. Yeah, it went triple platinum, but only number 17. Fucking nah, hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the camera report, I was stuck at 150, mate. Oh. I well, new. I yeah. didn't even know that number exists. That, that's right, I'm inventing new numbers. Right, okay. <laughs> Just doing it how shit it is. Oh, that's terrible. 90, 903. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, 150. So quadruple platinum, that one. <laughs> In Ireland, we give it a number 17 as well. Well, you know you're doing bad if you don't crack the top 10 of the armor. That's right. And 17 times platinum as well. <laughs> oh, what up, Brokini? Oh, my God, dude. Yo. Tubular, dude. Want to play some pogs? <laughs> Go to the sweet Keeney. <laughs> it was a number 21 on the US dance, boy. You're bodacious. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we'll be seeing... A diva again. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Took it to the hotel. She said, you're the king. I said, be my queen, if you know what I mean. And let's do the wild thing. Wild thing. So, here's another new lad. Yeah. yeah. Tone Lock. Is it Tone Lock? lock? I Tony Loke. He says Loke in the, oh, does he? in the song, and he says Tone in the song as well. So I guess yeah. it's Tone Loke. But Tone Loke sounds more like a thing, like, you know, it's something with, to do to your turntable. Yeah, with Wild Thing. Yeah. God. Not a cover of that. No, I thought it was going to be another Fat Boys thing. Oh, God, yeah, it could have so easily but gone it wasn't. that way. It wasn't. It, was it wasn't. It was a story. <laughs> it was a very... Story. Yeah, it was a kind of adolescent... Sort of song about getting it on. About how he likes to have sex. Yeah. Pretty much was like, yeah, yeah, I like to do the wild thing. Yeah. Is there a bit where he goes to this 
bang his girlfriend but pulls the sheets back and it's his mum there yeah and, she's, and, she's, and then like, she's I like, like don't worry things. when I was young I liked doing the wild thing <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, he's yeah. like singing about how she liked the wild thing <laughs> like, this is weird he's got a very understanding mum yeah <laughs> or mother-in-law yeah so you didn't or was it his mum I thought it was his mother-in-law yeah oh was it because mum would be even weirder yeah that'd be incest well, it's weird for her isn't it mother-in-law's fine <laughs> she's hot <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole porn genre, you know. A whole like, you know, if it's step, stepsister, fine. In-laws, steps, that's yeah, fine. They're fine. Yeah. So you didn't like this then? Oh no, no. I didn't, didn't like it. it. I thought it was like, I liked infantile. It. Yeah, and it wasn't good rapping or anything. It was bad. Well, rap. there wasn't good rapping at this time, really. But uh, it was it was parodied by Weird Al. No, was yeah, it? Yeah, he did. Really? He did one, uh, themed it around Gilligan's Island and called it Isle Thing. Good Al. Yeah, not one of his uh, most well-known parodies. No, that must have been <laughs> an album, album deep, deep, deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the song uses an uncredited sample of Van Halen's "Jamie's Crying," so I liked hearing that. Um. It was used in the 1989 film Uncle Buck. Was it in Uncle Buck? Was it? Yeah, it was in Bedazzled, the oh. remake of Bedazzled. With when uh, Liz Bren- Hurley. Yeah, when Brendan Fraser first meets the devil, it was in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Fucking hell. When uh, Cameron Diaz's character Natalie rides a mechanical ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, McGee, oh, you've oh, done oh, it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, old Tone Lock, his real name is Anthony Terrell Smith. Yeah. Okay. He's also responsible for the songs Funky Cold Medina that you might have heard. I don't know if I've heard No, that. I, that was quite a big one. How's it go? I, he, he literally just says those words that I just said. Okay, yeah, I don't know then. Yeah, I don't know if there's like much of a chorus to it. And then saw like... his mum. She said, do the Medina. <laughs> it is. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a cool... That's one that people like that he's done. Okay, okay. Um, and he also did Aces in the House for Ace Ventura yeah. 1 and Ace Ventura Junior, which I didn't know existed. Uh, what, is that a film or like a... Cartoon straight series, straight to video. I wasn't sure if it was like a James Bond Junior type thing. No, and he's done loads of acting and voiceover work. Like yeah. he's got a massive back catalog. He's probably done more bigger stuff in films. Really, he's wow. done some pretty big films. He's like Luke Goss. He, he was in one of my favorite childhood favorite shit films, Surf Ninjas. Right, was he in Surf Ninjas? Yeah, he was a cop in Surf Ninjas, where they were just like all that during all that ninja trend, where they had like three ninjas and Craig and all that. They, uh, yeah, they decided that putting surfing and ninjas together would be a good idea. And Leslie <laughs> Nielsen was the bad guy. He was also in Blank Check. Yeah, I which, which I thought had Macaulay Culkin in, but it wasn't. It was just some other kid. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff by the looks of it. Yeah, he was also in a DUI. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he Says was he in... That uh, he was in Heat. He was also in, uh, in The Arrest of himself yeah he was arrested for felony domestic violence yeah and possession of an assault weapon yeah illegal firearms yeah like, in a country where you're allowed to have all <laughs> kinds of different guns <laughs> like really stupid guns that you'd never need and he needed an even powerful better gun like what the fuck but he collapses not... on stage a lot as well that's another yeah, thing nice. that he's known for yeah <laughs> let's not forget that he's in the film Fake and Defunk Fake and Defunk yeah so yeah. Good, good guy 
the video is basically a rip off of the Addicted to Love video. Yeah. Um, it's all black and white, wasn't it? In black and yeah. white for some reason. I don't think. Addicted to Love's not in black and white. No, no, it? it's just well, the full yeah, colour, probably. That's why I was like, why is it in black and white? Fucking hell, it's all grainy and shit. There's quite a lot of black well. and white videos popping up. Perhaps it's like yeah. the, the fashion. Right, well. I don't know why I'm doing that accent because I didn't chat on the arm. Oh. As <laughs> a UK 21. It was number one on the NZ recorded music, right? Fucking hell. Yeah. You're such wild card. Uh, number 15 on the Kent Report. 15. Did go gold. So, a bit of a sleeper hit there. Not like 150. For old Tone Lock, Loke. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I'm going to do America as well. It was a number two on the Billboard. Wow. Bloody double platinum. Double bloody yeah, platinum. Yeah, this song about fucking sex, like an uh, infantile song about You like sex in America. See, I, I guess because I'm a big cock rock fan, the infantile lyrics don't bother me. Yeah. I, I, I like there's a little narrative there, you know. Yeah, I do, you know, it was funny, but, oh, you know, it was a bit weird. That's the last one we see in a tone loke. I live for you. Well, you weren't living for that song, but Natalie Cole, she's saying, I live for your love. I live for your love. And uh, one of the songs on this album was on a Coke advert, and it it wasn't this one, as it turned out. No. When I was listening to it, I thought it was, and I was imagining that in the chorus, like someone drinking a Coke really ah. slowly with like soft oh, lighting and nice. stuff. Oh. It would work. A lovely, or dripping with condensation. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. rub it across their head. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ah, uh, wow. never tastes as nice. You're as getting as too should. excited, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is like mega schmaltzy, the is. kind of thing that you'd get on those big like compilations of of time life ballads. You yeah. know those ones, like you know songs for black lovers. Yeah. <laughs> when this first came on, I was like, oh, she's got a nice voice. It's quite yeah, smooth. It is this is a nice change of pace, and then like got quite boring it's quite too quickly. Smooth. Yeah. It's like sort of floaty, so inoffensive, and yeah, it's just yeah. too much. I thought it got quite dull quite quickly, and by the end, I was like, oh, I was pretty forgetting yeah. the song. The stakes are too low. Yeah, There's no stakes at all in that song. <laughs> You've already got a love perfect. You know, she she's she's all for you. No, no stakes. What was the last Natalie Cole song we had? Oh, that was a ballad. Yeah, I've already I forgotten it. Feel like it wasn't, but it might have been. So we probably already said cover. that she's Nat King Cole's daughter. Yeah, another sort of needlessly black and white video. Yeah. Which didn't need to be at all. They love a bit of the black and white. Yeah, and, and lots of close-ups of people touching each other. She did Pink Cadillac. That was hers. Uh, yeah, Pink one? Cadillac. Oh, that definitely wasn't a ballad. Yeah, that was better. No, that was rubbish. I didn't like that at all. That was better than this. So you wouldn't have this as your first dance then? No. Right, well, I'd have nothing's going to change my love for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Natalie yeah. Cole Natalie not, Cole. not a hit with the boys here. No. Well, it was number 13 on the Billboard, boy, but it spent five months on the US what? charts. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good going. It was a number 50 in Canada. So, pretty low, and number 86 in the UK. Wow, that is low. Yeah. How'd it get on this now? I don't give a shit about charts. Even though you're not sure, till the moment arrives, 
Well, here's another another lady singing a ballad. Yeah. It's Robin Beck. Yeah. Beck's brother. Sister. Yeah. Beck's mum. <laughs> Beck's mum. Jeff Beck's daughter. Yeah. yeah. With, with fast time. Fast time. First time. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. First time. So it is. <laughs> fast time. <laughs> we are. First, this is more of your sort of rocky ballad. You had your smooth yeah. ballad. Yeah. Now you're having your rocky Yeah, ballad. this one was a better ballad. It still wasn't great. This is the one that was in the Coke advert. Oh, okay. In 87, yeah. yeah. Prior to this achievement, she spent time as backing singer for Shaka Khan and Leo Sayer, amongst other people. She also sang radio jingles, including the ultimate one for BBC Radio 1 in the UK. And you'll like this. She Other things she's done is a duet with Stan Bush. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But um, I've never heard of Robin Beck before. No, I've never no. heard of Robin Beck. It, she's a handsome lady. Yeah, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Comely lass. It's just a big rocky power ballad. Yeah. Sort of yeah. End of, you know what you get, and does what it says on the tin. Yeah, she's quite a nice singer. Good yeah, singing. Very, yeah. Good pipes yeah. on her. I, yeah, I think after the, the last ballad that we just had, because they're two in a row, I was like, oh, that's a bit, bit better. Got a bit more spunk. Yeah. But a bit more bombast. Yeah, it's still not <laughs> like an amazing song or anything, is it? Nah. By this time, late 80s, you've got to pull out something special out of the bag if you're doing a power ballad. Yeah. You just had a whole fucking decade of power ballads. We did. Yeah. We've got already had a low. Yeah. And yeah. China in your hand. Well, yeah, was... you, need to, you need to be fucking writing songs about teacups and ghosts. Yeah, so there was a, there was a Polish uh, and a Spanish version of this song as well. Uh, for eight, Yeah, they did, did a Spanish version for an ad in 88, so it's sort of the same time as this and they did one for a Polish ad in 99 what Coke adverts yeah cool Coke adverts oh wow they just liked it that much yeah we liked it so much that we're going to have this back again at some point in a slightly different guise really yeah so it was uh, a number one on the armor oh yes fucking hell that's the first number one we've had for the armor and it was this yeah and a UK number one it was also number one in Austria the Netherlands, Germany, Norway, and Switzerland. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, it had the power of Coke advertising behind it. Oh, yeah, That's a pretty yeah, powerful yeah. thing. They would have seen that advert every day. Yeah. I uh, like Coke. I'll buy that song. Yeah. Is it number 43 on the NZ? Not the Kent is hard, eh? Or about 148. <laughs> oh, yes, Ken. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. right. So yeah, we'll be seeing yeah. Robin Beck. She'll be featuring Kent. Kent's not into Coca Cola. If it ain't Castle Main Four X, he ain't interested. Quite a long run of ladies here. We've got another lady now with Straight Up. And it's yeah. Paula Abdul. Oh, this is a song I knew. There's not many songs that I recognised on this disc, but yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I know straight up. Yeah. I think good song, weak performance. Yeah. I I didn't know which song was Samantha Fox. I thought this might have been Sam Fox, because it sounds like someone who isn't really a singer. Oh yeah. It could easily be. Yeah. But that's because she's mainly a choreographer. Yeah. yeah, she did all Janet Jackson. We saw her in the Janet Jackson video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was this yeah. the song with the... No, it wasn't in the video. Because she did a video, was it Opposites Attract? Oh, with was the, that cat with the cat in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they, you don't get that. That's you just get more needless black from. and white. You get yeah. her tap dancing a bit. Yeah, um, God, that was annoying. You get... Uh, she could hear it. A guy juggling, you get a guy with a walk with a, like, a stick... 
One of them is Arsenio Hall. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how the song came about? No. So according to Paula Abdul, her mother found this song for her. She says that her mother knew someone whose boyfriend was an aspiring songwriter and she got straight up as an eight-track demo. The demo version was so bad that Abdul's mother was crying laughing at it and threw it in the trash. (laughs) But Abdul heard something she liked in it and retrieved it. She was a full-time choreographer and on the side she was doing music. And the record label didn't think the song was any good, but she offered to record two songs they wanted, which she didn't like, uh, so let her do straight up. She recorded it at a cost of 3000 and it sold a lot more than that. I just like the fact she stole it out of the trash. I don't know why they didn't think it was a good song. I think it's a pretty good song. Yeah, I think it's a good song. Yeah. It reminds me of the sort of Janet Jackson sort of late 80s one we were getting as well. Maybe sort of just played it on like a, a funny little organ and sung it in a weird voice. Yeah, maybe. Straight up, pop, tell me, do you really want love? Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like, perhaps it's just ahead of its time. They couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know? It doesn't sound that ahead of its time. It's got really good little snare pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good, good production. Yeah, for something that was recorded. I mean, that's peanuts, really. Three thousand yeah. pounds. It's a bit dollars. like yeah, it's a bit like girls just want to have fun, sort of pop song, but with some good noises and production yeah. and stuff going on. Yeah, apparently the song was originally recorded in the bathroom. And on the masters, of the no, that's like girls. Just, no, girls just want to have fun. Was written in no, the bath, no, no. wasn't it? By but the guy who wrote it. Can, yeah. Apparently on the masters, you can hear someone in the next apartment sh- yelling "shut up" at her. Oh, I thought you were going to say having a shit. I like it when people do it on Wikipedia articles. It hasn't come up before, but it's performed in the key of D minor with a shuffling tempo of ninety-six beats per minute in common time and a chord progression of D minor, B flat, yeah. G minor, A minor. A vocal span from A three to C five in the song. Ooh! Sometimes it goes into ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. Queen songs about like ah, it's, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, she did choreography for the Running Man Big. I don't know what part of Big it must be in the keyboard. On bit. the keyboard, coming to America. Oh, legend, legend. America, Jerry Maguire and American Beauty. I suppose that was all the rose stuff. Yeah, she was like, yeah, put get your tits out and have some roses. <laughs> or maybe she did Pain. the cheerleading bit. But yeah, she's uh, also well known to people who watch talent shows as yeah. a judge on American Idol and later yeah. on the X Factor. And I'm pretty sure this song must have been used as a lip sync in uh, Drag Race. I think it has been. I can't yeah. remember. There's been so many, I can't remember. I reckon it was. Uh, but yeah, I can imagine this would be a gay gay anthem. Well, we'll see. It was number 27 on the Kent Report. 27, that's not bad for Kent. It's not bad. It got, got within the top yeah. 100. It was number one in Canada. It went to gold. Uh, number six on the NZ, recorded music. Number three in the UK, silver record. Nice. And in the US, it went number one on the Billboard, boys. Number one. Platinum record. Wow. Yeah, well done, Paula. Yeah, nice one, Paula. Yeah, we'll be seeing her again. Will we? Yeah, Yeah. next time. Is it to track? She'll be dancing with an animated cat. Yeah! The lovely Samantha Fox. Lovely Samantha Fox. Pneumatic Samantha Fox with I only want to be with you. I only want to be with you. I only want to be with you. It seems like uh, every Samantha Fox song, there was Touch Me, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. It's all appealing to that, like, 
page three crowd by oh yeah make it all you want to you listen to it and you think oh she only wants to be with me you know yeah. you're not gonna listen to like buy a sam fox record you know, for its deep content are you well <laughs> it might be controversial for some deep content mate cool. um, uh, but you know it's yeah, you know, it's a bit of titillation, isn't it? Yeah. You see the video, she's all in her underwear and that. Yeah. Well, that's what she was known for. Sexy, topless man. I don't really find her that attractive, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but it's weird when you look back at 80s women who are, like, glamorous and attractive and it just looks weird and 80s. Yeah, now. but I've looked at a lot of 80s women over the last few months and, you know, she's isn't that attractive. She was attractive enough to have a relationship with Paul Stanley from Kiss. Really? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. attractive do you have to be to do that? Really attractive. <laughs> He's like, way way more selective than Gene. One of yeah, the, one he, of the top is. 100 million. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've had sex with under a dozen women. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pick really well. One was Sam Fox. <laughs> so this is, is this high energy? It well, like yeah. It's a sore, isn't it? Oh, is, is it? Sore, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it's sounds like sore. it. It's an old song. It's a Dusty Springfield yeah. song, her yeah. first single, also done by the Bay City Rollers. So yeah. I always think of it as quite a 60s thing. Yeah. The melody just sort of uh, is quite coherent. It kind of goes where it should do, and then it goes down, and it goes up again. Yeah. I mean, I like the Dusty Springfield version a lot. I think that's a lovely yeah, I, old song. The last yeah. few Saw ones have been covers. Like, they mm. can't even be bothered to no, write yeah. them now. Should we write a song while she's in... Just in do that high IG thing we do and just sing, sing a song you like over it. <laughs> See ya. But it's, I, I think... I don't know that it works. As, it doesn't sound like an 80s melody to me. It sounds like a 60s melody. Sounds a bit dated here. Yeah. But that's not the point, really. That's not what, why she's doing singles. She's not... <laughs> She's not going for sort of musical credibility. Nah, she doesn't have a great voice. Like whenever she has to do anything slightly uncomfortable, she starts to sound like Miss Piggy. Especially <laughs> when she goes, "So listen, honey," it gets all like glot and <laughs> weird. She goes all fucking Herman, fucking what's his name, Pee Wee Herman. The thing is, she actually stopped modelling to do a pop career. Ah, so more money in it, probably more money in that. Well, I don't know. She was one of the most photographed British women of the nineteen eighties. Was she? Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. all that page three stuff at age 16 her parents were like yeah yeah I'm happy for you to get your, your tits out that's fine we'll sign that yeah we'll sign that we'll sign that <laughs> sign your tits for you <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know like if they were like really sexually liberated parents or whether that was a bit of a dick move I don't know god nice I mean a little bit both I think maybe I don't know like did What's her dad it? read the sun because that must have got uncomfortable yeah. oh shit oh I can't look at that was her mum a was... page 3 model already and was like yeah it's good money get into the game the page 3 game I remember I saw a daily sport once where they had an article where there was a girl who was going to be 16 and get her tits out and they had like a picture of her in a bra going yeah. like you'll be seeing these in a couple of months sweet yeah. that's fucking mental but what was the what tabloid paper had the countdown to Charlotte Church being legal oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, that's fucking crazy. mental but yeah um, <laughs> I wouldn't say she's a gifted singer no and I'm pretty tired of the Saw production now yeah. yeah especially when it ruins songs that are quite good in the first place it's fun to sing this song as fast as you can that's yeah. quite good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I'll give you some charts and then a little a little extra for you. <laughs> well, there's number 19 on the Kent report, mate. Oh, uh, Kent. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, what you like. Uh, yeah, I know Kent. what you like. Yeah, I love a pretty face. 
and the rest. <laughs> and Ireland, we said, we love that Samantha Fox. Number nine. Number nine. She's a lovely gal. She is a lovely gal. Yeah. In New Zealand, they said, yeah, she's all right, mate. I'll give her number 28. Number 28? Yeah. yeah. In the UK, we said, yeah, number 16 for your musical ability, not just your looks. Yeah. We're giving a number 31 on the billboard, boy. What? Billboarded? I yeah, think billboarded. Fox was yeah. looking at my record. And there was a number 12 in Canada. So that, so, that is weird, because I would have thought, like, people who bought this were because they knew she was a page three model, but page three is a very British phenomenon. Well, yeah. I'm about to blow your mind. Go on. Um, this song is her last big hit, and it's the last we'll be seeing from... Samantha oh. Fox. We've only seen her on a VHS before now, I think. Yeah, Touch Me was a massive hit worldwide. Really big, like, number one in loads of countries. And Naughty Girls Need Love Too, you know that one? No, no but I kind of get the gist. Yeah, that was a number three on the billboard, boy. Wow. So she was a big deal, like, around the world. She wasn't right. just known for right. being, yeah. Yeah, I guess big. those countries might not have known her for getting their tits out in the paper, so they might have no. had more sort of respect for her musically. Yeah, there you go. Probably so yeah, like... she was a pretty big musical artist. You give her a Jew. Ah, fair enough. I and they say it. she's just a pair of tits. <laughs> 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 Well, from one set of twins to another. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I thought Be you My did. Twin by Brother Beyond. Yeah. I didn't think we'd been seeing Brother Beyond again. Oh, yeah. I God. don't think this was even had the backing of Saw. It didn't. This is some of like the most horrible cheese yeah, you can with imagine. A, with an uncomfortable sentiment yeah. running through the... Be My Twin is not... A comfortable yeah. sentiment. It's for a, like... it's a, it doesn't really understand what a twin is. Yeah, surely you're that. a twin or you're not. Yeah, it's not... yeah. yeah. <laughs> they haven't they haven't got to grips with it. Yeah. At all. You know. Also, you don't want to be with someone who's exactly like you, do you? In every he doesn't way. say identical twin. Yeah, he's the same twin. Just, you, you know, you it. know them so well. You, you finish each other's sandwiches and all that. <laughs> sandwiches. You, you know, you like be, be my shadow, twin. be my whatever. What he means is is be inseparable. Yeah. Well, it was a very... It was awful. I didn't yeah. like it at all. No, it was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Was this another black and white video as well? Um, no, it was in Hong Kong. It was just a dull video. And they all kept seeing their doppelgangers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Were, was this the one where they were dancing, like... And they're just walking about, see, and then there'd be, like, two of them. Oh, oh, who's that? Oh, it's me, like... I thought it was a video where they were dancing really, like, really, really mincing. Were they? Yeah. And they had oh, funny shirts know. on. God, it's so boring, I can't remember. Well, that's it. You know, those details might well have been in there, but it was so boring that, like, yeah. It was, God, it was bad. Yeah. I really hope we don't see any more Brother Beyond. Well, I'm going to have to disappoint you, I'm afraid. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> God, tell me it got slotted in the charts. Number 14 in the UK. All the twins loved it. Number they 13. As well. Number 13, Andy Arba. Oh, God. Yep. What's up, Brother Beyond? Has this got in the American dance chart? <laughs> it was a number 10 on the dance chart, boy. Oh <laughs> this isn't a dance song. Who danced to this? It doesn't make any sense. 
I don't understand the dance chart. Can There's you explain some, it to oh, me? I don't know. They've had some weird ones on there before, but this takes the. It, well, it's meant to be stuff that's getting played in nightclubs that people are having a dance to, so it's normally dancey stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I if I'm alive when they invent time travel, I'm going to use my time travel powers to correct all the injustices of the chart. I, I thought, thought you were just going to take Kent with me. We'll do it together. I thought you were just going <laughs> to like use it to observe and try and work out. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the go, clubs. go and interview people. And just go to the like, clubs and see what clubs are playing yeah. Brother Beyond. Next, we've got Climby Fisher. Yeah. Again. With love like a river. Oh, Another really Quincy. I can't remember. It might have been this one. Because on the whole, I found this disc has less dull moments than previous ones, but then it sort of shoved all this dull stuff right at the end. Oh, yeah, this was a huge... I've never liked Climby Fisher. I've never seen the appeal. No. This isn't isn't changing climby fisher slimy fisher more likely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i'm not into it climby a river no it's awfully dull yeah awfully dull i always forget is it is it climby fisher is is it a couple of guys is it a man yeah, couple yeah. it's a couple sure. of guys dave climby and Derek S- fisher simon climby and simon climb simon climb <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Simon it's Climbing. that Viz strip isn't it it's a strip of Viz you know Simon Kleiman and, and his unbreakable hymen <laughs> yeah this song literally could be anything it's so yeah. like nondescript oh, it's God, so yeah. generic fucking it was even like it wasn't on any of their albums either a non-album single wow yeah thought this song was good enough to stand up on its own yeah mate fucking terrible the album's dead it's all about the single. Got some leaves in the video, which we haven't had for a while. Yeah. A few leaves, uh, a few black and white bits, and a lady in front of a stained glass window. I like the fact that some of the most interesting things about this song is that there's leaves in the video. Yeah. yeah. Good song. Yeah. Can't fault it. Number 22 in the UK. Is that it? And that is it. Not even armour. So what's a shitty follow-up to Love Changes Everything, yeah. which was a big hit everywhere. Like. I at least can remember how Love Changes Everything Yeah, goes. yeah. Because I thought the last song on this disc was that song. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's... No some, more. No more Climbing Fisher. No more Climbing Fisher. Thank Deadwood. What do you We're getting into the 90s now, boys. We're only well, taking the top artists with us. Well, you say that, but we're back to square one yeah, again, yeah. aren't we? It wouldn't be a now without Duran Duran. Yeah, but they're on their way out, aren't they? All that she wants. No, it's not that one. God. It's not that one. It's all no, she wants is. It's a weird, dark, Depeche mode kind of yeah. job. I wish, you know, I kind of like it for that, but I don't think it's a fantastic Well, the song, chorus is like. just him going... All she wants is. Yeah. He's not even singing it. And like tone like at least kind of varies the pitch of his words. Yeah, you know, well, he's you not was, singing. You were saying like, you know, Le Bon's not you know, Le Bon isn't a good singer. They can never have a big chorus. No. Like. But they've they've gone even more low key with this one. Yeah. I don't know if 
his voice really suits the sort of darker song. No, because he no. still just sounds like he's singing a Duran Duran song. Yeah, so it sort of doesn't. It works a bit better when they're just they're sort of upbeat. Yeah, it's, it's a good riff. Yeah. Like I'll give him that. You can tell Warren Cucurillo from Frank Zappa's band is there. There's loads of little guitar shreddy things, but they're buried really low in the mix. Mm. It's like yeah, yeah, let him oh, do all that. Just turn him down later. Yeah. Just pay me the money. I think the most interesting thing about it is the video. It's a fucking weird video, isn't it? It is weird, yeah. It's got loads of sort of stop motion playing with like streaks of light on the screen. Yeah. Like it's almost fucking Spankmire-ish and it's like weird, like it's all set in like a little room and stuff. All sort of um, around a little table. Yeah, but like the reason, or part of the reason for that, um, is because it's not them in the video most of the time. Okay. They made latex mannequins of the band because they were touring and doing so much, even though this is sort of the arse scrag end of their 80s career. They're so busy that they couldn't film the video. They're actually only in a few scenes at the beginning and end, and most of it is, yeah, like rubber mannequins of them that they've animated using stop motion. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, also, there's only like three of the core members of Duran Duran left. Yeah, there's like, only three. The rest of the band video. can't be bothered. Why should I be? No, yeah. but it did win an MTV Video Music Award for I mean, innovation. I mean, yeah, it was a pretty cool video. It's way better than all these just people wandering around in black and white videos. <laughs> yeah, there's way too much use of the black and white filter in yeah. on <laughs> in '89. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. It, it probably is just they've put it in black and white afterwards. It's not like old black and white films they've lit it for knowing it's going to be in black yeah. and white they've like designed all the sets that way no it's, it's not the same definitely not done it that way nope uh, don't mind when Salt and Pepper do it though oh Salt and Pepper can do anything yeah you they don't can. mind they can alright Duran Duran there was a number nine Number in nine. In the UK. In the UK. Yeah. Still top ten. Yeah. Number yeah. 22 on the billboard board. Two little ducks. Two little duggies. And, <laughs> and number 74 on the Kent Report, mate. 74 on the yeah. Kent. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand uh, switched it around. 47. Oh. You never know what they're going to do. Nope. And number 10, Andy Irma. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's Duran Duran. They're still sticking about then. Another band still sticking about is Level 42. Yeah. Tracy. It's a little bit cheeky, this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It still doesn't convince me that I should ever listen to that kind of fun one they've done I just can't bring myself to give a shit like they've given me so much fucking aimless wank that I don't care anymore although I watched I don't know if the video I saw for this was the actual official video it's very hard to find it was them playing live but I liked Mark King's bass yeah like like LED light off like inlays on the fretboard just compensating that was was cool yeah (laughs) had a cool bass but um yeah I'm just look. I just want all these old people to to drop yeah, off. Bring yeah. all the new hits. I'm enjoying having people. I enjoyed having new people on this disc coming in, or 
people like Inner yeah. City and S Express are like newish. Yeah, sort of long live the new blood. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Give me two unlimited. Yeah, Wigfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know where these boys are from? Level forty two. Yeah, uh, the forty second floor of a building somewhere. Forty second level of hell. No, they're from the Isle of Wight. Oh, are they? Yeah. Do you know what this song's about? The the Isle of Wight. No, it's about Tracy, isn't it? Uh, it's about King uh, Mark King's childhood sweetheart Tracy Wilson. Yeah, it's yeah. not a name that really survived into our generation. I, I know no. Tracy. Tracy's my age. No, I've Get, never met. It's very birds of a feather, isn't it? Need to yeah. bring back the Gary and the Tracy. <laughs> yeah, need a Tracy Preservation Society. <laughs> that could be. Oh, it's Tracy Ullman. You can do a Tracy Ullman voice for that. Oh yeah, it's a Preservation yeah. Society. Yeah, don't want or to. Chapman. <laughs> but you're the voices guy. Yeah. All right, it's Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Gonna get your hard disk. <laughs> <laughs> this was a UK number 25. Pointless. It really didn't, is. Didn't even get into the top 150 of the Kent. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you give it, Kent? <laughs> I'll give it a number Yeah. Who played for Man City? It's uh, Michael Ball as well. It's a yeah. bit of a weird one, this, because uh, he hasn't got a pop voice. He's got a, a musical theatre voice, which is a very different beast. Yeah. No one, yeah, it's great. It, <sighs> yeah. I, normally, stuff, something from a musical is going to be really annoying, like as a pop song, I think. And it's written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And yeah. I have a deep loathing of all of Andrew Lloyd Webber's works. I mean, I've. <sighs> People it's say not a that great song, but it's memorable. It's not like that's because he writes these little fucking nursery rhyme melodies that yeah. are stolen off classical composers. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. He's a hack. He's the fucking biggest hack. And what annoys me is he's a hack who's made shit loads of fucking money and had all these like things like Cats, Phantom of the Opera. They've run for years and years, and he's he's just as cynical in his way as Thor were. He probably only he probably writes shit in the taxi as well. Yeah. That's one of his musicals, shit. Shit, shit, taxi. taxi. That's the good and one. People would go to it as well. Yeah. I don't, I, I, to be fair, I'd go to that on the title alone. Shit in the taxi. I don't really have any, uh, hard feelings towards Michael Ball. I'm more angry at the, the composition of it. He's doing his best. <laughs> He's giving it a lot of ham. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just fucking Lloyd Webber. You know, people always, these Christians and that, they complain about, you know, rock music being satanic, Judas Priest or Ozzy or even death metal bands, anal cunt or whatever. The, the most <laughs> satanic thing I've ever seen is, uh, <laughs> is a CD I found in a charity shop, which was Pan Pipes play the music of Andrew Lloyd Webber. That is truly the music of Satan. Oh, wow. I like a Pan Pipe album. 
Well, I don't. I, I like I like them <laughs> because they're funny, but they're fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, fuck Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, this song is so earnest. It's like yeah. it's annoying. Like, should we say what musical it was from? No, yeah. aspects As- of love. Yeah, never Not heard of that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the fucking Waysville well bit. African American Reader's Digest. Never heard of that one. What's several awards? <laughs> 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 it did win several awards. Wow. Well. <laughs> oh, did God. win several awards. I can Andrew Lloyd oh. He looks like the Sammy ad from Five Children in it. <laughs> but not the Eddie Izzard version, the one that was on when we were kids. Oh, that was really good. I, I, don't, that. I don't think I've ever seen that. No? I feel like they didn't get all the way to the end of it. Oh, one of those ones. Yeah, like they only made two series and that wasn't the whole like before. book. Yeah. It's a bit of an eerie Indiana jobby. See, kids oh, things were better. It was so good when it fucking stopped. Fucking, uh. It was really, honestly, you need to go back and watch eerie Indiana. Because really it was good. getting fucking good when it stopped. But now you're telling me that it doesn't end. Why do I want to watch it? I'll just get furious. I don't know. It doesn't end. <laughs> I don't know. We've gone off on tangents about kids TV, which yeah. kind of tells you how bored we were. <laughs> this is song. shit. Yeah. There's a UK number two. Is that a lot? Yeah, that's the lot. Didn't even armour. No. Well, it doesn't change everything, does it? It didn't change who was at number one, did it? No. No. I don't think we'll be seeing him again either. Oh. Oh, you've got a hope, haven't you? You've got a hope. I'd <laughs> like to hear him doing a song that isn't by Andrew Lloyd Webber, but it would still be that kind of theatrical singing and it's not really, it doesn't really belong on a, a now for me. No. I'd I don't rather think hear so. a, like, a pretty poor singer like Sam Fox doing a pop voice. Yeah, um, musicals should sort of stick to their... Stick to their... They should be on, yeah. no, that's what I call musicals. Yeah. Which probably yeah. exist. So. Ah, that was the now that was. Yeah. I, I was now 14. Overall, I, I actually enjoyed that more than I've enjoyed a few nows. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a pretty lackluster now. It's sort of, once again, it wasn't one that was like really difficult to get through, but it wasn't one that had really any standout good well, songs. What would you, uh, what, what are you going to put on? No, oh, that's what mine calls now. Just load, load, load it up and tell you. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Now, but. Yeah. There's not much, is there? Oh, come on. Just what, say, you're not having Buffalo? No, I'll probably have Buffalo stance. Yeah? But before that, I was like, this one. I'm going to have She Drives oh, Me Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got to look at this one. Yeah, She, she Drives Me Crazy me by oh, uh, Finding Campbell. Yeah. Every time. That was great. Every uh, time. That, that is probably my lot off that disc. I mean, Two Hearts I quite liked, but I don't think I'll take it. It's not, not quite good enough. I'll take uh, Buffalo Stance. I think I might even take Good Life and Hey Music Lover. I yeah. like I like those those three, but that that's all I'm having off this disc. You're not going to have straight up, no. <sighs> I would. No. Yeah, I don't know why you're not having that one. That's right up your street. That is. I don't like it as much as like what have you done for me lately? And that's you know. Okay. I've already got that. That's well, filled the quota. So uh, I'm just going to do a quick off the record here. Okay. These are songs that didn't make it onto the onto now that were released. Yeah, a depressing bit where we go, oh, I wish I had that one. Well, yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> well, no, 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 it's a bit of a mix here. Some of them I've just picked because they sound interesting, like Mini the Moocher by the Reggae Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, my God. <laughs> reggae Philharmonic. <laughs> no, reggae and Philharmonic, that doesn't go together. Yeah. But um, you had another eight, another 88 re-release, Petula Clark, Downtown 88. You had Bon Jovi, Born to Be My Baby. I don't even know that one. You had a duet between Annie Lennox and Al Green. 
We've put a little love in your heart. That's probably pretty good. I don't know that uh, one either. You'll like this one. Four Tops, Lyco and Acapulco. Oh, yes. Uh, I love that song. Jason Donovan, Too Many Broken Hearts, which was a number one. I would have thought he was on the same label as Kylie, but obviously not. What I Am by Eddie Brickle and the New Bohemians. I mention that mainly because Emma Bunton covered it with Tintin Out. Oh. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. uh, Here's a surprising one. Texas. What? Uh, yeah, Texas. A little known outfit named Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Texas. First single in, in 89. I don't want a lover. Uh, I was like, though, I don't want a lover. I just need a friend. Uh, I don't know. Because I think, can they re-release that in the 90s? Maybe. Here's, here's another good band name. We've got a fuzz box and we're going to use it with International Rescue. Uh-uh. Yeah, Gloria Estefan and Miami Sound Machine. Yeah. Really going to get you. Gross, oh. I mentioned because, uh, that documentary came oh, out recently. so good. Among <laughs> the Pigeons. Bobby Brown, My Prerogative. That's oh, a good one. That's a fucking banger of a tune. Yeah. These last... Uh, you've yeah. got MJ would leave me alone. Oh, okay, that makes me go... Oh. Eternal Flame, The Bangles. I quite like mm-hmm. that. I like that one. And Madonna, Like a Prayer. Oh, the best of all the Madonna songs. Like a Prayer. Yeah, I like it because... Not only is it really epic, but it also pissed off loads of people because oh, she yeah. kissed the black Jesus. Because she's uh, the guy from Cool Runnings. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those, that's off the record. Songs that didn't make it. So thank you for listening. Yeah. You can catch us on Twitter at NWT underscore podcast. On Instagram at NWT underscore podcast. Facebook at NWT pod. Yeah. And we're on Acast, Stitcher, We'll probably want to mention the Alexa thing. You know, I too, oh, yes. <laughs> get get your get the Acast skill on Alexa, and then you can ask her to ask Acast. It's sort of like your, <laughs> like your parents aren't speaking to each other. <laughs> ask Alexa to ask Acast to play. Now we're talking podcast, yeah. and it'll wang us straight in. Hopefully, on the next episode, you want not just episode yeah. one. Hopefully. Yeah. Remember to leave a rating if you can. Yeah. That helps people find the podcast. Yeah, subscribe. And tell your friends, subscribe. Comment. Yeah. Like, follow. Follow. Uh, follow that. Follow yeah. That social media. R- write it on, like, toilet walls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah write stuff. it all on the toilet walls across the country. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a gang and you're tagging things. Yeah, tag yeah, NWT. NWT underscore podcast. Yeah. Do that. Um, and if you're one of the growing amount of people in California that's listening to this podcast, <laughs> get in touch over Twitter and stuff so that I know that it's real people and not a bot that downloads it 25 times every Sunday. <laughs> or if you're a bot, get in contact with us. Yeah, and download it a hundred <laughs> times. <every Sunday. laughs> what are you doing? Crank that up. Cool. Till next time. Yeah. Bye. See you later. See ya.